1: presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings there's never been a better time to join t-mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today
3: this podcast on 97.3 the fan is presented by Hummel casino fun above all else
4: i get what you're saying Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. The uh, anonymous quote from a longtime Padres official when he said, we're probably not the place a lot of people would want to end up. And I asked the question, then why are you there? Why are you inside an organization that you think people wouldn't want to be in? And Woods, you said, it's job. And they're hard jobs to get. And you don't just give them up for no reason. I understand that. That makes sense to me. But What's the point then of saying something like that to someone who you know is going to publish it in The Athletic? Are you trying to make the situation so uncomfortable that, you know, Peter Seidler has no choice but to fire AJ Preller? Is that the goal of this quote? Or are you just,
0: would you just be better off just keeping your mouth shut? At this point. I mean, that's always the better. That's always. Anytime I've ever gotten in trouble, you know what got me in trouble? My big mouth. That's what got me in trouble. If I had just shut my mouth, I wouldn't have gotten in trouble. Um, But nothing changes if nothing changes, Ben. And and it doesn't look like anything's going to change for a while. I hate to... What are you talking about? we got a new manager. I, yeah, well, I, you know what I'm saying. Like, i, I the the culture is, is an issue here. I got a text yesterday from a former player. I'll read it to you. We'll not out this person, but it said, uh, love the banter. Building a culture wins, and we don't have a culture. It starts at the top, and AJ can't do it. So, you know, again... Um, Even
4: if a change was necessary, though, the question of whether it's like, you know... F- even feasible at this moment is also a concern because right before that quote, Dennis Lynn wrote, Where is owner Peter Seidler in all this? The Padres owner who's recovering from an August medical procedure has not spoken with some key members of the organization in several
0: weeks. That makes me very
4: sad. Yeah, is there anyone with the authority to make actual big decisions? So, you know, we know we know Eric Rupner's there, and we know that Eric Kutsenda from Seidler Equity Partners is, you know, advising as, you know, kind of on behalf of ownership. But would you feel comfortable knowing this is Peter's team and this is Peter's passion and what he's been in, you know, investing his time
5: and his energy
4: in for the past several years? Important
5: context for this entire conversation, because there are plenty of sports owners that are just there for the money. They let people handle their business. They don't go to games. They don't do anything. Peter Sidler's not that person. He's but if, involved if, if in Peter's signings. not,
4: if Peter's not you know, in a position right now to make big decisions, is anyone really authorized to do it? Is anyone really authorized if they wanted to make a change at GM? Which Peter said he didn't. He wanted to keep both guys, honestly. That's what his statement was at the end of the season. But even if he did, is there anyone with the authority in that organization right now, you know, Above, you know AJ Preller to make that call if they wanted well, to make a change. I don't even know. I mean AJ Preller's not going to fire himself. No, so that's that's like you said. He's got it's a job. One of thirty. It's a good one. Damn, and damn, damn good job.
0: Right. Um, he's under contract for another three years. So well, I don't I don't like to tell people. Hey, resign yourself to the fact that this is how it's going to be. But I I I'm, I can't spin my wheels anymore. I can't let it eat up any more of my emotional bandwidth thinking that there's going to be some sweeping change if it hasn't happened already. And and I do know one thing, because I know there are a ton of
4: AJ Preller critics in this town right now, or we've been critics as well. I do know he wants to win a championship. He's trying to win a championship. You may totally disagree with the way he's going about it, but I do at least believe in his motives. He wants to win... And he's got employees though under him somewhere in this organization that don't believe in him or that ability to create a winner, and that is a problem. Now,
0: now I'm not I, I'm
4: not going to blame that person but, for speaking but, and saying but, that I I'm not. That's not it's what not do you their do? What, fault. What do you do about it if you're AJ? Oh do you s- no, you start a witch hunt to try to find out who are the who are the guys you don't believe in what you're doing because I don't think that's productive. All of a sudden, creating um, paranoia. In the organization and trying you, to... You don't think that that exists already? No. Well, I think you need less of it, not more of it. You know, ramping it up to figure out who are these leaks. I mean, we've heard that in the past. That You know, AJ's concerned about who's talking to the media, and they've always been very controlling about that. Really shouldn't be something you're worried about. At all. Take care, take care of your own house. The rest will take care of itself. Yeah. yeah. T- care less about what other people are saying and it ends up actually taking care of itself in the long run. If you obsess, though, about who said what and who's talking who's to Dennis this. Lynn and yeah. who's talking to Kevin Ac and who's texting Ben and Woods, then you're not focusing your eyes on the right prize. That is wasted energy that's not going to help you. Even if you did root out the person who is saying bad things about the Padres, you're going to fire that person? Is that, I mean, because they may have a point. They may have good ideas that you're not listening to, so honestly, I'd say forget about the leaks, forget about the negative comments, and just focus on you know what you're good at, the strengths, and perhaps empower other people to work on things that that aren't your strengths. That that would be my advice to AJ going forward.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it sounds great. It sounds it's like easy a... to say from a radio chair. I oh, get sure. That. I yeah, get it's that. massively That's... easy. Uh, But when someone questions your culture, and someone says, you know, to the media, this is not a place that people want to be, that that hurts. You know, that hurts. I think the fans uh, a lot, and I think it because it should be a
4: place everyone wants to be. It's San Diego. It's Petco Park. The fans are great. The players. Are, are terrific, I mean, you know, at a core level. Core level. They've yeah. got great, some great guys in there, some incredible talents. There is so much to like about you've got an owner who's willing to spend. You have so many things that... Lots of
0: organizations don't sure. even begin to dream of having I don't like the tumultuous nature of how things are. And if I'm, you know, Juan Soto, when things start popping up around you and it feels like a circus, I think the natural inclination is to say, this is their circus, this is not my circus, you know. And I I, I again, when you see quotes like that, that's gotta be a pervasive attitude, I would imagine, amongst certain people, probably players as well. Bro, I I would I would bet the farm on the fact that there are players that are like, why did I sign this extension? Or why did, you know, it happens, man. Like we've all made mistakes in our careers where we look at it and go, I I can't believe I did this. I screwed up and now I'm stuck until I'm not. So I just can't believe
4: you'd ever think you were stuck in San Diego at Petco Park, playing in front of
0: sold out crowds every night. Then, ha, then doesn't that tell you how bad it is? If that's how you feel, because I can't imagine. No, I either. haven't heard a player say that. I have not heard one
4: player make any comment like that. And now it's it's the officials, behind p- the scenes guys, plenty of former players, players, sure
0: that left and and feel like they escaped something. That to me. Is a problem on and, and, that's and off an, the record. On and off the record. Yes, hundred text yesterday. There's no culture here. AJ is unable
5: to create a culture.
0: What do you do? What do you do? So, um,
5: I don't know. I a, a couple weeks ago, somebody we called it a circus.
0: I'm curious to see how it it turns out today. Uh, if we talk to, uh, if we get a chance to hear from AJ Preller, see what Bob Melvin says. When's he on? Does anybody? When's his
5: press conference? I thought I saw. Ten thirty this morning. I-, I didn't see
4: a time but it was this morning at some point so uh if we don't have it i'm sure your coach will have it uh as soon as uh, bob melvin makes some comments you will hear them here on 97.3 the fan we need a contestant for take on woods if you want to try to qualify for las vegas uh Last time we'll play Take on Woods this week since I'll be gone the next couple of days. Woods, you'll do some fun, real or fakes, and yeah, we'll do whatever to give away. But if you want to try to qualify for Las Vegas in our musical trivia game, call now, 833 eight zero ninety seven three 973 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. Uh, we'll get Adam Jones's take on some of this as well when he joins us at the bottom of the hour at 7.35, and certainly talk more about the Arizona Diamondbacks going to the World Series to take on the Texas Rangers in in one of baseball's biggest surprises since the Miracle Mets of, of 1969.
0: Just, I mean, they earned it, man. They earned every single inch, dude. They were they were unbelievable and just did not panic, man, in the face of some really good pitching against them.
4: Not something you'd expect from a team as young and inexperienced in the playoffs yeah. as the Diamondbacks. The seemed like they were very cool and collected in no, that, but, in that series, even when they were facing elimination
0: twice on the road. Never saw some panic from that team. No, just went out and scored runs and figured it out and and found a way to to to, to win. Tori Lavulo managed the bullpen brilliantly in both games, and they had the they had the bullets. It's always left.
4: easier to manage a bullpen well when the guys you bring in don't give up any runs. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they were. You still got to make those calls. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got to make I those mean, calls. Everyone those guys he, execute. When everyone you bring in doesn't give up a run, you look like a really good bullpen manager. Yeah, for no, sure.
0: And in the, and the starters too, fought and Car- Merrill Kelly. I mean, biggest game of that kid's career. A game's effing kidding me? I can't even imagine what was going through his head. He was so cool and calm out there. Looked like nothing was going through his head. Just executing his pitches. And uh, very impressive, man. Very impressive. Can't take a thing away from them. I don't care how many games they won in the regular season. They were unbelievable and they earned it. Yeah. I mean, well, we'll
4: talk about it. About whether you... You think an 84-win team deserves to be in the World Series. Uh, it, it'll be a topic coming up here. But right now, let's play Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Take on Woods. we got Bobby on the line. Good morning, Bobby. Morning. Morning. All right, so uh, you get five questions in our musical trivia game. And then Woods gets the same five questions. If you can beat or tie him, you will qualify for our trip to Las Vegas. Two nights at the Westgate. Comes with concert tickets. This month, it's Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons at the International Theater. Uh, They're available at Ticketmaster.com. Check out the Westgate $70 million in room renovations, bringing back the legendary Vegas fun. To give you a little bit of an advantage, we give you the choice of category and keep Woods in the dark. So your uh, options today are let's get into it. Those are five song titles, including the word into. Dress to the Nines. Uh, those are five musical answers that include the number nine somewhere. And our new category today is Heart Stoppers. Those are five song titles that end with the word heart. So let's get into it. Dress to the Nines or Heart Stoppers. Bobby, what would you like to play? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. This one's a bit of a stretch, but I got five song titles that all feature the word Into. I-N-T-O. You have 60 seconds. Uh, Remember, if you don't know an answer, you can say pass. We'll move on and come back to it if there's time at the end. First question is the two-second song. Listen closely. Paul, will play a bit of music. You need to give me the title and the artist to score that point. And remember, each title includes the word into. Bobby, are you ready to play? I'm ready to play. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Bobby. Let's take on Woods. want to oh. pass? Where's Bobby? Are you there still, Bobby? No. Pass. Yeah. Which Madonna song with a dancing theme includes a bridge in which she repeats the phrase, Now I Know You're Mine? Ah. What ethereal 1970 hit by Van Morrison was ranked by Rolling Stone magazine as one of the 500 best songs of all time? I can't hear him Which 2007 lead single from Radiohead Has a title that evokes putting a puzzle together? No idea Yacht rocker Benny Mardonis Is best known for which 1980 top 20 hit? I Definitely do. don't know no, that one either. All right, right, let's go back to the first one. Uh, not going to work out today for Bobby. It's a tough category. I will. I will say that. Let's uh, let's bring Woods in and give him his his shot today. I'm guessing Just keep here. one. Yeah, I, do, I think this is a tough one. I, I, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if you get all five of these. You will shock me. I will retire from radio <laughs> if you get all five oh, of these right. All I think right. this is one of the tougher categories in a while. Okay. All right. Uh, Sixty seconds it. on the clock. Time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Bobby. Let's crash into... Let's Dave Matthews' band Crash. Crash into me. Correct. Which uh, Madonna song with a dancing theme includes a bridge in which he repeats the phrase, now I, know you're mine. now I Know You're Mine? Get into the groove. Correct. Which ethereal 1970 hit by Van Morrison was ranked by Rolling Stone magazine as one of the 500 best songs of all time? Into the Mystic. Correct. Which 2007 lead single from Radiohead has a title that evokes putting a puzzle together? Pass. Yacht rocker Benny Mardones is best known for which 1980 Top 20 hit?
0: Get Into My tank.
4: No, but you got the theme right. Which 2007 lead single from Radiohead has a title 2000s, that evokes into, putting a puzzle together?
0: Into. Uh, what... Oh, uh, um, I see the gleam in
4: his eye. He's thinking,
5: he, he knows it. Into. Radio- mm. What is it?
4: Jigsaw falling into place. That was a tough category. No doubt about it. You win that one 3 in, nothing. Into. Yeah. Into. Yeah. Crash into me, into the groove, into the mystic. Jigsaw falling into place. And Into the Night, that was an incredibly difficult
0: category. Into the Night. Into, Into the, Night the Night by okay. Betty Mardonis. You've love, probably heard it. I love Get Into the Groove. So you do? Much. Oh, my God. One of your favorite of Madonna songs. F- like, my absolute That's, That's your
4: number one Madonna song. 100%. Love it. It's not a bad call, actually. It's, just like
0: my, fa- it's my favorite Madonna song. <laughs> I might have to agree with That's you. It's so good. Get into the groove. Boy, you've got to prove your love, love to me. me. Yeah. By dancing, is that you're asking me to get into the groove, or is she talking about like, get into the groove? No, she said you need to dance for inspiration. It's dance. It's a dance theme I'm out. Song. Then. You I'm can't out. dance? No, I can't dance a lit. Have we Are never you? talked about this? You're not a dancer. Bro, you've never seen a worse dancer than me. Never. Really? Never. Even me at the silent disco? No, that looked cool. Compared (laughs) to what I can do. Like, if I have to go to a wedding, I'm a wreck. Like, I cannot dance. A lick.
4: Wow, I did not know this about It's, like,
0: awful. It's terrible. Like,
4: what did you do in high school? Like, slow dance? Oh, I did slow dance. You just Just stand there and
5: clutch. sway side to side. You know, move your hip away, so,
2: you know. But no,
4: John Travolta, like, moves on the dance floor.
0: And you want to talk about self-conscious? Like, hey, go out and dance on that dance floor while they're playing, you know, Shout or something, or don't, this song.
4: Don't Do This is coming up next. Uh, we mentioned the story a few days ago, but the details that are now coming out in the Michigan whew, scandal, the the stealing of signs, the the lengths that one of their staffers was going to, uh, this is pretty bad for Jim it's, Harbaugh's it's,
0: team. Yeah, it's it's Astros-esque. Yeah, Here we go it's again, pretty, man. It's pretty
4: bad. We'll get into it coming up next with Ben Woods, back after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan.
3: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Don't do this.
4: It's time for Don't
0: Do This.
1: What were you thinking?
0: Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads.
5: Why? How many times do I have to tell you?
0: I'm sorry. I fudged up, guys.
5: You idiot. You moron. Now, dumbass.
0: The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do
5: this. Do not tweet that.
0: With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan.
4: All right, so uh, I know that uh, as a Notre Dame fan, you have a lot of teams in college football that you don't like. Just two. USC. Yeah, and Michigan. And Michigan, yeah, that's really
0: about it. Ohio State, I mean, yeah, they're, I mean, they're Miami. Uh, that we haven't we haven't had much with those guys when, since I was, when I was a kid. Miami was huge. Getting throttled by like Alabama in the college football playoff doesn't hurt that bad. No, you knew it was coming. Okay,
4: yeah, it, it, I mean, they usually play games Stanford every year, don't they? There's no, Navy,
0: no, no ill will towards our Ronald service Reap's. academies, man, <laughs> none whatsoever. Proud and honored to be a fan of that game every year um Michigan and USC is really where it falls. Ohio State's probably a, a close third, but really You haven't
4: been reveling too much. I You've been reveling in Lincoln Riley's struggles. Oh, How you have Yeah, I have reveling been reveling too much in Michigan's scandal here lately. You know, the,
0: and I just I don't know what it is. I feel like when it first came out I went, "Oh, we've we've done this story before. We did it with the Houston Astros for like 4 hours a day 5 years ago." Um, this in Michigan. I've seen some things that made me go, oh, "Yeah, Dion was really one of them." I watched his thing yesterday. They asked him about stealing signs, and Dion goes, "I mean, it's football. Like, I can mail you our game plan. You still have to stop it." And I went, "You're right." Now, when you know what pitch is coming and what pitch not to swing at, that's a different story altogether. Uh, if you know, He's even said if it. you know
4: it's a running play versus a passing play. Come on, that's a huge. That's a huge advantage for a defense. He said, you he, still have to stop it. You got to stop it. But if you can eliminate a few things, you know, that takes deception away. Like if you know with reasonable certainty, okay, they're definitely passing here. We can we can blitz, we don't have to worry about, you know, a quick, you know, handoff that is going to fool us and give up a 9-yard gain. That's important if you can decode signs. Now, I didn't think at the beginning this was that big of a scandal. Like what? Okay, what really is a guy going to do? You can scout other teams. You get all their film. You see yeah, tons of things. You can, you can watch them on TV. Tendencies. There's all kinds of stuff that's available to teams. So what? What really is the huge deal? So someone went in person, and they were watching the sidelines. Great. I mean, can you really figure anything out? Those, you know, cards. The Ducks hold up. The Oregon Ducks. Are you really going to figure out what the you know, the picture of Bon Jovi means when they're they're running a play. Because if it was that simple, other teams would have figured it out a long time ago. Coaches are smarter than that. They're they're adjusting those signs, they're making the do- what is the big deal? But as the details have come out and it wasn't and the staffer I mean it wasn't just a game or two. Now it's it's expanded and he's gone this guy is the greatest college football fan in history because he has bought tickets now to thirty plus games, thirty-five plus games in seventeen different stadiums, all of future Michigan employees. There's really no way to try to explain around anything but the fact that this guy is there for one purpose and one purpose alone, and that is to try to steal signs he was of an,
0: future opponents. He was a marine like he was investig like um like, this is what he did. Yes. Like, code like breaking, counterintelligence, counterintelligence type thing. So the the interesting part where I think Harbaugh's probably toast is he basically washed his, his hands denial. of all of it. He his denial. But there's video of the guy up to his ear in the middle of a game going, like, yeah. telling him what, something. What, what do you think he's been doing? First
4: of all, I I saw uh, the point was made. This guy is like a staffer. His salary is public. Michigan's a public school. He's making like $55,000 a year. You know how expensive it would be to go to 35-plus college football games and travel to all these stadiums on that salary?
0: You must really love love You're telling me that
4: Michigan
0: or Harbaugh is not somehow paying for all of this? I mean, you must. To do that... You must really love the University of Michigan. Now he scrubbed. He immediately like scrubbed all his but social they, media. But he day. bought. Apparently, he bought
4: all the tickets like with his own credit card. So they have records of every single. They just keep finding new ones. Oh wow! He bought tickets to this game. It's the oh, videos. He bought tickets for me. to this game.
0: It's the videos for me. Where I went. Oh, you're toast.
4: And they have over an hour of video of him. Basically, filming yeah. with this camera, what's going on on the sidelines that they've sent to the NCAA as part of this investigation? What's going to
0: happen? It's going to be. I don't like, know. The, it's going to be like the it, Astros. It's yeah. such an
4: unprecedented thing in college football that they don't they don't really have prescribed penalties. Like the kind of level it is, it's like a small fine sort of penalty. Wow. Like I mean, Michigan may kind of get away with this. They they'll probably have to change the rules and become become much more strict about it. But I'm not sure that they can go back and.
0: Like totally throw the book at anybody. I it's, have not. You're right. I have not. It's kind rev- of a
4: minor rule.
0: I haven't really reveled in it because at the end of the day, I'm like, eh, whatever. So we've seen
5: this. I know we're in the middle of a don't do this, and we only have a couple of minutes left. Let's save your do do this. Okay, for a little bit for later. later, later when we get back it's to the baseball pod, related. Right? We we'll get yeah. back to the playoffs. Uh, it's official. Bob Melvin has been announced yep. as the uh, Giants' new manager. They just put out a, a graphic a few minutes ago. They Have, put out a video. Let's play the video
4: because I've heard it's not great. What's it's the oink? It's happening. This is the opposite. This is the opposite. He's leaving. He's leaving. leaving. It uh, yeah, the it Giants
5: happened. posted on their social media channels a video. It says Bay Area Bob, and it's the, uh, what's the thing that you call the act? The cut? Um, uh, the
4: clapper. The clapper. One of those oh. like take one, take two. Is that uh, what on it's called, the clapper? Set? I think
5: it's, I did not know that.
4: It's a. I think it's a clapper. Well, there's
5: a very old, uh, very young Bob Melvin in a Giants uniform,
2: and here we go. Mark. Marker. All my old buddies in Menlo Park. Come to the Padres game on Sunday, and the friends will give all of Bob Melvin's friends a free Giants cap. But mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we all know his ability to read a game, his intelligence to the game, and he's also a tremendous people
3: person. Strong Bay Area ties. The dude went to Menlo Atherton High School, so, local guy. Hi, I'm from the Bay Area, and I went to Candlestick Park and watched the Giants, and, you
2: know,
5: it was always a dream of mine of playing Candlestick. And Melvin now, four hits in his last four at-bats.
3: He has decades of experience being a major league manager. Instantly commands the respect. He also has a past relationship with Farhan Zaidi. His career record is very, very good. He's
2: one of those guys as a player you feel like you can confide in, cool. which I think is something you absolutely have to do as a manager. Cool. Well, we don't have any guys here that are just thinking about themselves. We're thinking about the team, and we have a goal in mind, and that's what we're
0: striving for. Must have been the A's. Must have been some A's. Was he in an A's uniform when he made that comment?
5: Uh, that one was uh, a player. That was when he was a player. Oh, when
0: he was a player. Yeah. Okay. That was underwhelming. Yeah, I feel like I was watching my wife with another man, sitting in a chair smoking a cigarette. That's how it's I. It's actually
4: making me feel a little more comfortable about the whole exit now. Like, is it that easy just to jump over? Fine,
0: fine. What choice do you?
4: We don't. We don't really. No, but you have zero choice.
0: What, are we still, not going to talk about Padres anymore? Like
5: you're like, like looking at it still like I don't know, glass half full or what. But I I I take that as how easy it was for him to leave to a division rival and go. Man, it was really bad here. Must have been really bad. Must have been so bad for him to just not even not even think about it. Get me out of here. Help.
4: But he went to Menlo Atherton, so He did. What what chance did we ever have? We had no chance. We
0: should have known that though. You went to Menlo Atherton. Are we? Do we need to be worried about you being lured to a much worse roster and a more expensive? Well, actually, no. We are the most expensive city now, so I take that back. We've taken over We've that title. Yeah, there's one. There's one dub this year. Go down to uh,
4: the, all the cheap housing now in San Francisco yeah. that he can choose from. He's like
0: this was so roomy, and and I, I get so much more for my money here. <laughs> this is great.
4: Cool. All right, let's uh, let's take a time out. We can react more to that if you want to react to what you just heard. 833-288-0973. We're talking Padres. Departure of Bob Melvin. And the new managerial search with Adam Jones. Joining us next here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
2: Great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
3: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
4: Woods, you just uh, made a great point during the break. Uh, You just heard the official... uh, Online announcement by the San Francisco Giants, Bob Melvin, their new manager. The Padres will host the Giants in their home opener on March 28th at Petco Park, which of course means opening day ceremonies. You introduce the starting lineups and the manager. Bob Melvin, for his first game, because the Padres will have played in Korea, but his very first game will be at Petco Park, walking out of the dugout, standing there on the foul line in front of... Uh, Obviously a sellout crowd of pod. Wonder what that's going to be like. That moment as he comes out with the San Francisco Giants next season. Are we
5: living in a simulation? This is a dream (laughs) like it's a nightmare scenario.
0: (laughs) can't believe it,
4: dude. This hour on 97.3 oh, The Fan is brought to you by the Caltrans <laughs> Stormwater Program. Visit cleanwaterca.com. Let's change this to that by picking up after our pets, reducing pesticide use, and regularly servicing our vehicles. Learn how at cleanwaterca.com. It's cleanwaterca.com from Caltrans Stormwater. If he wins
0: an extra inning game on that first day, that's it for me. <laughs> I'm not going to retire. I don't want to make that. But that one-run extra, one extra inning game. Inning game I, I don't know what I'm going to do. You thought I was mean to Blake Snell, day two? Wait till you hear me, the <laughs> day two of Let's just hope there's not
4: a rain delay for six hours. That
0: <laughs> Drinking Corey Stewart's punch. You puts know? Woods
4: really into the weeds. Oh All right, we got God. Adam Jones standing by. Uh, he will join us right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Well, our next guest just uh, retired as a member of the Baltimore Orioles. Went back for a big ceremony. I'm wondering now if he'd like to unretire so he can retire again as a member of the Arizona Diamondbacks, and they can honor him during the World Series because he did have a, a stint there with the Snakes. As we welcome Adam Jones back with us here on 97.3 The Fan. How about those Diamondbacks, Adam?
2: Oh man. um <laughs> I think everybody is thrilled. I, one of my friends that I'm a longtime friend out in Arizona, she called me, you know, in the middle of the night, and I uh texting with her just like, hey, I'm watching the game. And she just called me just like, I'm so happy. We're so happy right now. I'm going to the bar. I'm going to rage tonight. And I'm like, hey, fittingly so, make sure you call an Uber. But, no, people in Arizona are happy. Um, You know, the Cardinals, they're not that good. And they're – I mean, I don't think really the city really has too much of a connect to the coyotes. So, you know what, this is amazing. The Suns are good. So, Hey, to be in the world series as a wild card, 84 wins beaten, uh, beaten two teams. I think that people thought that they shouldn't have beaten with, uh, the Dodgers and the Phillies, but Hey, that's why you play the game and it's not played on, uh, on a, on the keyboard. So, um, I'm just happy for them. And, um, I'm gonna reach out to the guys before the game, before game one. I know their phones are blowing up, but uh, reach out to the guys and just tell them congrats and continue to grind.
0: Man, they were they were so impressive. I, you know, I, I definitely ate my words. I thought Philly was gonna gonna take it to them. Uh, spe- you know, blowing those two games uh, in in Arizona for for Philadelphia, but then you know, I think in the back of their mind, AJ, they're like. Dude, we're going to the bank. Like, no one's beating us at the bank. And, man, they look like they got punched in the mouth after not last night's game, the game before. Um, the, the, the doubt's got to start creeping in when you lose your first one at home and you're like, we are not really that set up for success. Uh, I was really impressed with those dudes, man. They, those dudes grinded out those two wins.
2: I mean, this, I mean, the starting pitching is what is what did them, yep. what helped them. Um, I said it, game one in – um LA and I said it yes I said it for game 6 that um I can't I didn't go against my boy Merrill Kelly although he was 0 and 11 I believe against yeah the Dodgers he I'm was. like yeah he's he's due. he's due I think this is the this is the time he's due um and then against the Phillies game 6 a hostile environment he pitched great against them the first time they got a couple runs off of him but I mean again hostile environment I know that environment was wild and he shut him up he silenced them and then fought in game Six, I mean game seven, I mean that guy, that guy, he's he pitched unbelievable in the playoffs so far. Yep. I mean, game three going back home um, against the Dodgers. I mean, people never heard of him. He threw game one again in the wild card in the wild card. I mean, what he's done is in his four starts is amazing, spectacular. So tip of a cap, a tip your cap to him also because. He's kept them in games that I don't think a lot of people have had him in because just because of inexperience.
0: Do you know Tori uh, Lavulo at all uh, in your experience? Oh play? yeah, I
2: know Tori really well. Oh yeah, seems, I know. Seems I know like Tory a great, really well.
0: seems like a great, great dude.
2: Oh man, players manager, whatever that really means. He just, he's just out there fighting for you. If you don't, if you, if you think it's down, he think it's down too. If you think it's high, he think it's high too. He's there with you. He's fighting for you the whole way. And all he asked when I was there, and I played against him when he was the first base coach with Toronto. Uh, all he asks as a manager is, hey, go play hard and compete. That's all you can really ask for as a, as a competitor is just compete. Give me all you got. Not everything's going to be great. You're not always going to be successful, but just give me a competitive at bat. Give me a competitive, uh, outing. And you see what they're doing right now. They just got in the gauntlet. They got in the gauntlet and they're rolling the dice and, you know, they're getting a chance to play for what we all dream and hope to play for.
4: You just said something that caught my attention when you said a player's manager, whatever that means. Isn't every manager nowadays a player's manager? What does it mean to you, Adam, to be a a player's manager? Did you ever have a manager that you thought wasn't a player's manager? What does that look like?
2: I mean, I think player's manager, I mean, it depends. When you got like analytical style managers that get called in, I mean, they get hired, that are going to be the analytical guys, even though they are. Um, you know, even though they might be, I should say, uh, play, ex-players, but although they they still are, you know, liable and, you know, the front office runs everything that they say and everything that they do, the lineups and all that kind of stuff, you still have those. And then you got Dusty Baker that says, hey, I, I know what's going on in this game. I've been around long enough, but give me data. Please give me data. Let's share this data. Let's talk about it. But it's not going to be my end-all, end be-all. And some teams are like that. Um, but he's a he's a players guy. It's just guys that fight for you, and it's crazy. Believe it or not, Showalter's a players manager. You don't believe people don't believe that, but he fights for you. I've if, heard that too. Obviously, if he de- if he deems it necessary, yeah, he fights for you. So um, you know, he wants you to succeed. He tries to put you in the best situations to succeed. I think that's when it's the players' manager. But it's, every you know, every
4: manager it's, it's, wants their players to succeed because you know what that means. means that means he succeeds, he succeeds as well. Right. Here's what here's what I kind of understood it to mean, and and tell me if I'm wrong because obviously you know way more about this. But I've I felt that there are certain managers that will put the career interests of the player sometimes ahead of what might be best for the team in a given moment, and players will respect that, and over the long run. When you know the guy is looking out like he won't use me in a bad situation. I hear about like college managers who will blow out a guy's arm because they want to win so badly that SEC yeah. title. They're not caring about the future of that, that guy. But a players manager will care about a player's individual future, maybe even ahead of his own team success. And that is what I've heard as a players manager. And I think it might infuriate some fans to know that some managers are like that. They're caring more about what that guy's next contract might look like than actually winning a baseball game. Is that what a player's manager is sometimes?
2: I, no, I think that's more of the GM. The GM decides all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, the case in point is the big one is Steven Shalsburg when they were fighting for a playoff spot, I believe, and they shut him down. Yeah. And the whole controversy of, you know, should he have not, should he, you know, this innings limit, stuff like that, when the guy is 6'5", 240, innings limit. you are about innings limit. The guy's built like a damn uh, – Country mule. Let the guy p- let the guy pitch, um, but I think it, you know the general managers generally have that. They're the ones that's like, oh well, you know, I'd rather get five years out of them or six years and blow them out. Or I think they, they think like that. The manager, I would say, just you know, tends to him, give him a little bit more days off, and you know, try to DH him a little bit more, just make sure that he takes care of his guys. I think what Bimo did, especially with Manny, and you know how you moved them around. I know Soto wanted to play right, I mean, left field a lot this year. So, I mean, that – I mean, I don't think it hurt anybody because, hey, if he wants to go play left, I'll let him go do it. Um, but, like, when you, get, when you get some guys and you, you know, you make sure that they get off their feet, take care of themselves. As you get older, it doesn't matter how good you are. You still need to get off your feet. And just making sure you get the right blow in the right time, in the right, time, the right, in the right uh, break. And I think with the National League having the DH, that has helped a lot of guys tremendously – and can extend guys a year or two because, you know, the DH really gets you off your feet.
0: No doubt. Talking to our pal Adam Jones here on Benton Woods this morning. And, uh, obviously some, you know, it's, it's, it's the constant here in San Diego. Uh, Adam is chaos. And, you know, I said it on Monday. Sometimes it's good chaos, you know, bringing Juan Soto in and signing Manny Machado. Sometimes it's really good chaos. Uh, but sometimes it's bad chaos and, and left with egg on your face a little bit as a fan. Um, what is your, your, what are your thoughts on this whole Bob Melvin, uh, scenario? Him now official. Uh, the manager of the San Francisco Giants.
2: Well, it's the second time it happened Yeah, <laughs> in, in like two years. I guess. <laughs> and the manager dictating where he goes and all that kind of stuff. I mean, BMO's earned that cachet. Um, I, I mean, I think the right wall with him, uh, with him in the relationship, I think people it started to come out. I think so I've read some stories of un from the un. From a veteran, a senior official, from a veteran official, from a longtime official, who the hell is that? Um, so just that you know, the relationship was just fractured, which is understandable. I mean, things like that happen, and you know, the cool thing is that they were able to find a happy medium soon, early in the off season. They they so the problem is solved. Now they just have to go and find a the manager. They don't have to wait until December or into January. You know, what I mean, the the exit was was. I don't know how smooth it went on internally because I'm not there, but it seemed, you know, seemingly on the outside it's the world series is going on. I think the world series will steal the headlines over this. Obviously it'll run for a couple of days, but I think the world series will steal the headlines. And I think we'll talk about it again when, uh, when the spring training starts.
0: Do you feel, and, and, you know, I, I don't know if this happened to you or what you can speak on this, but you know, I just tried to put myself in the clubhouse, you know. If I'm Manny, and Manny's your boy, and he, I, we love Manny too, but if you're Manny, you're like, oh, cool. This is my my fourth manager in five years, and I'm still going to be Manny Machado. I don't know how much managing you need to do of him. You just put some, put him in the lineup if he's healthy and let him go. But what does that say to you about the organization as a whole? You know, when when here we're going, you know, another another new manager uh, is coming in. The the revolving doors continue to revolve.
2: Yeah, that that's where again. This is where you, I got ten years left on my deal. Um One of the owners, two of the owners, somebody, hell, Manny himself. One, somebody's meeting at of at one of the beach villas, and we discussing stuff over some high end tequila. Yeah, and we gonna talk. We are gonna talk, and we gonna we gonna sit down again. I said three or four of the guys, him, Bogarts, um, Musgrove. And uh, and Tatis, those are guys that are on the longest term deals. Yeah. If you want to add Soto, I think that is. Cronenworth, I mean, I mean, lo- you got a lot of people with long term
4: interest in yeah. the Padres right now. Exactly. I would love to see that Tequila. I mean, party. You, I you guys Darvish, with,
2: you guys with a little bit, guys, with, yeah, Darvish, and we need to talk, and we need to sit and figure it out. These, I think, these guys need to have interest in an opinion on who the next manager is, because these guys are going. These guys have invested themselves into the city. And you know, people. I say, well, these are you know, just do your job and follow your orders and do all that kind of stuff. Right. That's fine and dandy, but it's it's a little bit different. when it comes to sports and it comes to cachet, you got you got a few superstars on your team. They should have a little bit of say in what goes on, and just sit down and have a talk. I mean, they all got time. I think Manny had surgery or something like that on his elbow. I wasn't that the report?
4: Yeah, he's like uh, he's doing rehab right now. He had the tennis elbow surgery, and uh, hopefully, he'll be exactly. ready right around spring training.
2: Yeah, perfect. So I mean, it, ain't nothing to go for a weekend somewhere, get on a jet, and. Go and have a nice conversation somewhere and discuss discuss the future because it's important. And San Diego has expectations. I don't care what you know what anybody says. San Diego's expectations are high right now. The fans, even though it was a down year, the fans are like, "Hey, man, okay, it's a down year. Now we still we coming back next year." All my friends are like that. So it is the expectations are there for next year also. So I think the big heads need to sit down and chop it up and say, "Look it." What what's the plan? Who are you talking to, AJ? Who are, who's the who's the candidates? Who is who's on your on your watch list? Let's let's sit and let, let's talk because it's important to all of us. It's important to the city. We want to win for the city. Most importantly, we want to win for the city that's invested so much in us.
4: Adam Jones, because baseball and the playoffs especially are such a predictable game. Uh, what's your prediction for the World Series? Ooh. Diamondbacks, Rangers. How long does it go? Ooh. Who wins ooh, it? Ooh, Come ooh. on, you gotta you gotta uh. say something.
2: I, okay, I do, but I, I just ooh <laughs> I want to go Diamondbacks on the road in seven. Ooh. Damn why okay,
0: why not? Why not?
2: I'm not Cinderella's story be the road, like a, the, the biggest Cinderella
4: seven. since the miracle Mets of nineteen sixty nine. I'm not gonna bet Both teams it, I can't.
2: Played, both teams have played great on the road and okay at home i can't bet against so, them
4: you yeah. know texas but, wants to play the series in houston yes
0: arizona They'll wants to play that. the series in philly yeah correct They'll amazing <laughs> yeah thank, thank you buddy so, thanks adam, for your I appreciate insight it. thank you have fun at the world appreciate series
4: you guys, always. all right well, we'll get some world series updates next week from adam jones when he joins us gets back into the states i agree with adam especially now it's the modern game You've got players who are attached to long-term contracts. They should have some input into who is going to be their manager. Here is the problem: Who on earth thinks that Manny Machado, Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr., you Darvish, Joe Musgrove, Jake Cronenworth are all going to agree on anything? They could have five different guys in mind who they think would be the best guy for the new manager. You may just have, you know, a whole bunch of guys, and, and who now, as soon as you pick one of the guys, you are playing favorites on your long term deals. Oh, that's that was Tatisa's guy, not Manny's guy. Oh, that was Xander's guy, not you's guy. You know, there first of all, there's no there's really no chance that all those guys would agree on who they would rather have as their manager going forward. So you're gonna run into some problems even if you do consult with your players on who the next manager is going to be.
0: I mean I, I do agree with him and he sa- you know he also made the caveat of people are going to say just no man, just go out and do your job. I feel that way, too. I'm allowed to feel both ways. I am. I I agree with him in in the fact that he says they should have some input. But also, like, enough's enough. Win in spite of some of this garbage. All right. We will come back. We've got two hours
4: left. Uh, We want to hear from you. 833-288-0973. Padres are looking for a new manager. Bob Melvin is gone. The World Series is set. Lots to get to coming up here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.